the TL Squared Today's Learners Tomorrow's Leaders podcast, brought to you by the Abele Initiative's Young Emerging Leaders Collective, where we discuss a variety of topical, contemporary, and pertinent issues relevant to our experiences. Hello, everyone. Welcome to TL Squared podcast, Today's Learners Tomorrow's Leaders. We are going to be having a fantastic candid conversation about mental health, seeing as how May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Now, if you have been a listener, you know that not a month goes by when some aspect of mental health, well-being or self-care is mentioned. But this month, we are going to be focusing specifically about mental health from Black, Asian and racialized communities. This month, I am joined by Tanita and Karina, and I will let them introduce themselves. Hi, my name's Tanita. Um, I'm a member of Young Emerging Leaders Collective. Uh, yeah, um, currently I'm interested in economics and research at the moment. And yeah, I'm excited to be here. Thank you. And Karina? Hi, everyone. My name is Karina. And I'm happy, very excited to be here and having this conversation. Um, I am a youth worker and I have worked before with um, young people and um, mental health. So, yeah, that's me. Thank you so much. And lastly, my name, like I said, is Leonie. I'm also part of the Young Emerging Leaders Collective, and I am currently a research fellow at King's College studying peace, security, and development in Africa. So we are going to jump right into the conversation. Now, the first thing that I'm going to ask is, how have how has everyone been coping during these unprecedented times. So that includes, you know, not only the pandemic and lockdown, but also all of the world events that have been happening that may affect us, you know, Black Lives Matter, things happening in Palestine, things happening in India. So I just want to ask everybody, how are you doing, honestly? Karina, would you like to start? Yeah. Um, oh, I... I... To be honest, I don't know how to um, answer very well this question, but I, I will say that I'm doing okay. Um, it, it has been a really hard season, I think, for everyone with uh, so many events that, be, that it has been happening in, in, in the whole world. Um, but yeah, I think I have survived. <laughs> I think I'm surviving. Um, and yeah, I'm doing um, so much better. I think I, I had uh, seasons in, you know, during this pandemic, especially um, up and downs. Um, and then when you see the news and so many other things that is, you know, that, that is happening in the world is, yeah, is overwhelming. But um, yeah, uh, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah. It's, coping as you can because I think there's no way there's no right way to 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 cope um but just yeah try to survive thank you I totally get what you're saying surviving is honestly an achievement 
Um, Tanita, how are you doing amidst all of the things happening right now? Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like surviving the the achievement. I think I'm doing okay. I think it's very um like it's very up and down. I think I think there's times when it's a lot when like times yeah times when things are okay and a lot easier like when the weather's good or when you know like how recently we can start to go out again. Um, and then times when it's been more difficult when it's like can't see your friends. Um, and think of family and things like that. I think everyone's doing okay, considering there's just so much going on. And I think it's trying to like uh, try to like stay on kind of like regular like routines and like um, yeah, like making sure I'm like exercising or like going outside and stuff like that. So yeah. And Leonie, mm, thank you for asking. Um, I have been better. I've been better, you know. Um, I feel like, so for people who don't know, I'm currently in Ghana. So I left the UK (laughs) over a year ago. And that means my experience of the pandemic has been slightly different, you know, in a country that doesn't have such a high death toll. um, However, death still affected me. So um, I was still, I was very much struggling last year, autumn, winter, dealing with bereavement. But honestly, you know, the sun does help. I don't know what I don't know what they put in that sun. I guess it's the vitamin D, you know. It really does help. As much as I can, I spend most of my time at home like everyone else. Just being able to access the sun and less gloomy weather does keep me a bit more happier, keep me a bit more energetic. Um, but also I just feel like I've been able to sustain my online community and my friends who have been able to talk to me and keep me and I can also do the same for them when they're not feeling that great so you know like you like you guys have said up and down it's been a roller coaster but we survived so that is how I'm doing um so now that we have you know the introductions and we've checked in on everyone you know please remember to always check in in your on your friends and your family really um beyond the how are you doing oh I'm just fine you know really try and get deeper in there the next topic actually that I want us to discuss is so how do you think people from racialized backgrounds can look after their own mental health so that's like a two-part thing first I want us to ask ourselves what is mental health what do you think mental health is what does it constitute what does it not constitute um Tanita, would you like to start us off? Yeah, sure. Um, I think mental health is, it's kind of all about your well-being and like your kind of emotional and psychological um, well-being. And I guess how you feel about yourself, how you feel about your life and how you're able to like navigate your life and yeah, and like deal with, deal with like the things that happen in life and regulate emotions. And I think a big part of it is resilience, which we'll talk about later. Um, yeah, I think that's what I think mental health is. Karina? Yeah, um, I think mental health is the um, emotional and spiritual resilience um, that allows you to to enjoy life, to enjoy life, to, as you, um, Tanita, mentioned before, um, you know, feel good about yourself, um, and also feel good or uh, put um, 
value and worth in other people. Um, I feel like mental health influence so much in, in, in your learning and also in the way that you build and, and you know, maintain uh, your relationships. Um, but yeah, I think it's just the state of, of your mind um, in general, the state of your mind and, um, and the ability to just do things. Um, mm. and enjoy the things that you 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 do yeah mm. yeah I think one of the I would say misconceptions that people forget is that everybody has a mental health the same way everybody has physical health you know it can be both good or bad it can be okay it can be in distress it can be at peace um you know I would just say yeah, your mental health is how your mind is doing. Is it strong? Is it weak? Um, and sometimes when people say, you know, how's your mental health? They automatically assume that something must be wrong. But sometimes the mental health is good. You know, we're at peace. Everything is calm. So following on from that as you know, just showing our understanding of what we think mental health to be, how do you think specifically um, people from racialized communities like ourselves can manage our own mental health and look after it? Um, like I said previously, you know, there's been a lot of things going on and this is all over the world as well as a global pandemic. So how do you suggest people who are from these communities look after their mental health um, do you have any suggestions I would like to just add something before I answer that, that, that question um, what, when you were talking about you know the people um, they 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 uh, kind of they don't they don't talk openly about mental health or they think that it's something when we talk about mental health that uh, we're talking about something wrong um, I think it, it, even now um, we're still having that um, uh, that uh, confusion between mental health and mental health issues. And when you ask for mental health, people think that are oh, you know mental health issues. So no, I'm, you know I don't have any mental health issues. Um, and I think it's so important to bring the awareness of, you know, as you said, uh, Leonie, mental health is just, um, you know, the state of your mind, but also like it could be uh, poor, good, like it can be different in, in different times, even the day. Um, and I just want to just give you an example because of the, you, you were talking in the, um, how um, in, you know, black and minorities, ethnicities, ethnic, ethnicities um, see this, um, they see mental health. So I used to work in a youth charity and I used to go um, to schools um, and do trainings and bring awareness to uh, bring awareness of mental health. And I used to ask a question to, um, to the young people. And I asked them, like, do you have mental health? And I will ask them, if you have mental health, go to you, 
If you think that you have mental health, go to the right. If you think that you don't have mental health, go to, to my left. And everyone will go to, to, to my left. Um, and only people who actually been diagnosed with mental health will be on, on my right saying, yeah, yes, I have mental health because they have mental health issues. And then I asked the young people and I said, um, why are you in this height? Um, and she was like, because I'm not crazy, <laughs> so I don't have mental health, I'm not crazy, I don't have any issues, I'm not psycho. Um, and it was really interesting because the majority of the young people were um, black people and from other uh, minority ethnic groups. Um, and it was really interesting to know that, that, you know, majority from 20 young people 15 of them will think, I don't have mental health, I'm not crazy, because there is no that, uh, understanding or awareness that um, uh, mental health, everyone has mental health. Um, and that's why they don't, you know, reach maybe when they go through things in life, they don't reach, uh, you know, the correct or the right services because there's still the stigma there. You know, I'm not crazy, I'm not psycho, you know, I'm okay. Um, but yeah, so the question, to answer the question, uh, and please be f feel free if you have to, if you want to add anything to, to this. Um, but um, I think it's just bringing awareness. Um, if the question, can you repeat the question, please? Yes, so the question is, how, so how do you think people, you know, from Black, Asian, and other racialized backgrounds can better manage, you know, and look after their mental health. Yeah, as I said, like if the first thing it will be have the awareness <laughs> that your mental health can be can change. Um, that you, I think that you can have good mental health, and suddenly you can have poor mental health, and and know that you know what can you do. Um, and I think it's having conversations and make this, uh, you know, this this topic um, like as a normal, normalize this, this topic and talk um, yes, as a normal topic. <laughs> um, but also um, to 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 bring the awareness to like let's see if I'm aware of you know mental health just to teach or bring awareness to people around myself and know that um, if, you know, um, whatever I'm seeing in the news or whatever people saying about my community is affecting me, uh, I'm not saying to ignore that, but knowing that, you know, social media is a big thing. Like, you, you see so many things that in social media about... Um, uh, uh, black and um, minority ethnic groups, and 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 sometimes you see good things or worse things, and all that stuff affects your mental health. Um, and just be aware that you know if you are sensitive to the, those topics because of uh, your own experience, um, you know just maybe I would say personally just have a a a. A, a break from social media uh, because that would help you to you know manage 
better? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's really, like, really interesting. Um, and I think, building off what, kind of what you both said about how a lot of people don't like to talk about mental health or kind of acknowledge mental health, I think a big part of that is there's this constant pressure on society like, keep, to keep going and to be okay, um, or to at least appear like they're okay. Um, there's a massive pressure to be okay and society makes it seem like you're basically a failure if you're not kind of operating efficiently or if you're not okay, if you're not keeping up with this whole like image. Um, and it's kind of like, um, yeah, everything kind of comes down to capitalism is the problem. And I think that it has a big, yeah, and it's a, it's a big thing in how it, um, yeah, it affects how we view our mental health. Um, I totally agree. And thank you for sharing that anecdote, Karina. I think it's really just representative of the misconceptions between like everyone has mental health and people conflating mental health with mental health issues. But Tanita, you're also right. I'm anti-capitalist and capitalism, capitalism really be the cause of so many people's problems. Um, I saw this one tweet and it was talking about how like stop telling people to go to therapy, it's capitalism. And it's like, it's true. Because honestly, if your material, if your material conditions, like if your actual conditions is like poverty, stress, overworking, what's therapy gonna do if not just add an extra thing you need to work on and actually invest energy when you're already spread so thin because you're just trying to like survive and maintain some sort of lifestyle in this society but yeah then capitalism yeah but anyways um i think when you're looking specifically at people from you know black asian and racialized communities it's the added pressure of um, stereotypes, misconceptions, and also things that are happening across the world, right? Because, you know, we're all experiencing COVID, um, but we found out earlier in the pandemic that, you know, people from underrepresented or minority backgrounds are likely to be more affected. So you're like, okay, that's one thing we have to deal with. And then things may be happening in your country of origin that people in the UK are not like sensitive to or they don't care about. Um, or they're just not aware of because it doesn't affect them. So now you have to, you know, you might have family there, you might have friends there, you might just still be connected and you're having to navigate all those pressures but still present as if you're okay because you still need to continue moving on. As you said, Tanita, like, there's this pressure to keep on pushing and keep going. And in terms of tips, I feel like, yeah, um having social media breaks is good but also acknowledging that unfortunately <laughs> horrible things will continuously happen just because of the way the world is set up and having a process on how you take in the news and how you don't internalize it or how you don't dwell on it um because me personally i have studied I've studied politics, international affairs, security, terrorism, all of the worst things in the world, basically. And I had to learn how to manage that because while my white counterparts could, you know, study about the wars in Congo and the wars in Nigeria and 
all of these things that were happening, I was like, oh, my people are suffering. My people are suffering. Um, so the education and the learnings hit me differently than it did. Um, I know my white counterparts and I ended up having to go to therapy because of it, because I was like, it's too much trauma. Like we're learning about black people as slaves. We're learning about black people in war. We're learning about black people, terrorism. Like it was just a lot. But because of that, I developed a mechanism on how to read, study, look at these things, but not let it affect me as much. And that kind of leads me on to the next question, which is about, do you think that you've become more resilient? And I'm going to say at any, from any point, you know, yes, the pandemic, but also um, even prior to the pandemic, because I can pinpoint that I've definitely become more resilient because I've, this is the area of study and work that I want to do. And I can't be breaking down every time they speak about human trafficking as horrible as it is. I have to be able to read, analyze, find solutions, present solutions, or theorize more problems. Um, but yeah, Tanita, what about you? Do you think you have become more resilient? Um, yeah, I was just going to go back to the last question and just finish, finish what I wanted to say for that one quickly. Because um, it kind of links, it kind of links to this one as well. Um, that I think when we spend a lot of time, like with regards to like racialized people looking after their mental health, um, and especially black people, I think it's very difficult because there's constant reminders in your own life and in the news that the whole world is structured against you and your people, and that yeah, that your your people are suffering um, pretty much all the time. And I think when you spend a lot of time kind of like self-reflecting or evaluating your own mental health and you get down to like the root cause of why you're not okay, it's like you said, Leonie, that it's because you're worried about money. And I think a big part of, I think that's a big part of the mental health conversation that's often like missed out or kind of glossed over, especially in a lot of like um, very kind of like liberal spaces where people treat mental health as like having a bath rather than the fact that like, obviously that's important, but there's so much more to it. And it's like, if you can't, you know, if you don't have access, if you don't have a bath, you know, that's that's one thing. And I think there's such a big, yeah, there's such a big, um, people seem to miss the bigger picture of like, why is mental health a problem? Why, where's the root cause of that? Community care over self-care. And I think that's really important, especially for, yeah, when you're suffering as a community for racialized people, I think it's really important to have community spaces of like care and like support where you're kind of, where you're not ignoring the reality, because a lot of, a lot of mental health is responding to, like, the oppressive systems we live in, it's not, there's something inherently wrong with you, it's that you're, you're reacting to your environment, and your environment is often very disordered, and I think that's a big part of mental health, is kind of acknowledging the causes of that disorder, it's not, it's not like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with you, it's, um, it's the world, basically, um, yeah, and I think for HS communities, the most important thing is to, one of the most important things is to connect with community and to make sure you have a clear understanding, like an analysis of your problem. Because um, it's very easy, and I think, again, this is one of the tools capitalism uses, it's to make us internalise a lot of, like, blame and shame about our mental health, about how we feel, rather than actually look at, well, you know, if everyone was getting paid, like, a decent amount and people weren't having to work ridiculous hours and 
we had a four day working week, then things would be very different, you know? Yes, four day working week, please. Let's, I don't know who we need to speak to, but that needs to get done, please. Four day work. I don't know who needs to hear. I don't know who, but please, because this five days, two days split scab. Are you doing chores? And then it's either like you even want to go out or you want to sleep, but you want to rest. There's no, you know, that's, how can that be the options we're left with? That is the thing. We can't self care ourselves out of poverty. Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you can't self care yourself out of racism. Listen, and a lot of our communities will because of stat- as statistics show, are more likely to be in poverty, are more likely to experience racism, are more likely to experience discrimination. And the pandemic only exacerbated those inequalities, wealth inequality, health inequality, just all of the inequalities were just increased during the pandemic. Um, and that is a really good, I get, what you said was really good in highlighting that yes, you know, Let's try and do something, but unfortunately, yeah, it's not a bath that's going to be helping. I mean, I do think it's also great that you mentioned community self-care, and if there are any other organisations or any other things that can inform our listeners about community self-care, please do share, Tanita. Of, like, getting involved in community care, I think it encourages a lot of people to get involved in, like, justice work. So social justice work, most justice work, and I think that is part of looking after your mental health. Because if you're working to change the, yeah, the situations that are causing causing mental health to be a problem in your community, then yeah, it's kind of like you're coming together and you're like being mutually supported and you're working towards changing the situation as well. And I think that's a really important thing for a lot of, for, yeah, for our communities and to kind of reconcile the kind of, yeah, a big part of that resilience has been like. Um, making sure I have like connections with other people like reaching out to people making sure I'm cultivating my like um, yeah cultivating my friendships my relationships and I think that's a big part of being resilient because again it's like we're interdependent beings we don't do things by ourselves I think when you have friends and you have community and you have that kind of care I think that's really important to building resilience yeah community and having a support network is really key so thank you so much for sharing those those insights, Tanita and um, Karina. Is there anything else you want to add about, you know, how have you been more resilient? Have you been more resilient? Um, and if there are any tips you can share on, you know, how to build your resilience. Yes, um, I just want to add something to what you already um, uh, were talking um, in terms of um, building communities and the community work. Um, is that um, I believe, uh, I don't know if you are aware, you will, agree, you will agree with this, but I agree that um, we are, we community, our communities, we, we, are the, we are the ones who need to, to do something about this um, challenge or issue in terms of mental health issues and, and the inequalities. I know that, um, yes, the government has to do something and we can ask to we can ask the government to do um, you know something about this blah blah, blah. but I feel like uh, we also have to take the responsibility to do something about this in our communities, whether it is create initiatives, whether it's just I don't know things that you know 
can help our communities and bring that the, the connection and bring people together because I believe that uh, I will understand you because like like for example Leone or Tanita um, because we experience that. I know not completely, but I know what it is to um, to experience maybe racism or um, have that um, lack of opportunities because from where you are coming from. Um, so when people come to you or to communities that work um, with black or and um, minority ethnic groups, we understand that and, and we know because we've been there. So I think who who can bring healing to the to to that um you know is ourselves is is me uh, creating opportunities or in the community creating opportunities for people just to yeah come and connect. Um but yeah I feel like it's our our responsibility to to do something about this, um, and in terms of the question of if I've been um, more resilient, yes, <laughs> I have been. Uh, and as um, you know, Tanita, you mentioned, like I I, I feel so proud of myself um, because it has been a lot going on, and I have seen like that we could do or we can carry a lot and we're still alive, we're still, we're still surviving. Um, and I think the key thing is do share with uh, your close friends or with mentors if you have, um, if you are struggling, like have that conversations with people in terms of, or questions that you have in terms of um, you know why this is happening, and you and sometimes you you don't understand, and you have so many questions and so many things in your mind, and I think it's really important that you find people that mentors um, or people that you know that you can just come in and talk about these things that you know are going on in your mind, uh, those questions that sometimes even don't allow you to 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 sleep. Um, but yeah, I think, yes, I've been um, more resilient. Um, I think it's a key thing to be uh, vulnerable with people and, and just say, hey, I'm in this, I'm in this situation. <laughs> I'm in this, um, I would say, a dark <laughs> space um, and I need help. Um, and I think that is what makes you more resilient. Uh, the fact that you you ask for help and 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 you are open to talk about the things that you know you're going um, that you're going through in this season, um, yeah. So yeah, I've been. I'm so proud of myself. I'm 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 alive, and um, yeah. I w the only tip that I would say is talk talk with people that you trust and and ask questions questions that is in 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 your mind um and you mentioned uh leone like put systems like um that you can follow if this happened I'm, I'm gonna do um this i'm gonna follow this i'm not gonna you know 
let the circumstances of the, the what's happening in the world affect me or yeah put me down um and just know that you can do more than what you think you can do um and that you have the ability to yes fail or be in those dark moments and then stand up again and carry on with life um because you you have that in you i don't know that's just that my, that is just my thought <laughs> but yeah that's that's yes. that's me what about yeah. you leonie no, no thank you um for sharing those things and honestly what you said about sharing to people you trust is literally a major key because sometimes I feel like we can romanticize sharing or say that it's like easier like we say like it's so easy to just share like oh yeah just just talk about it just share but that's the thing you never know how some people will take it you never know if you'll be ridiculed for it you don't know if they'll be able to understand if they'll be sympathetic um so we have to also be cautious in who we share to and how we share as well but this doesn't mean like okay, you know, build a wall, don't tell anybody anything. Um, But we'd have to be a bit more cautious and have a bit more discernment in who we share our inner thoughts with, Um, with people we trust, obviously, but you can always tell if people have a history of being empathetic or sympathetic, you know, Um, even if they're your friends, like, you know how some of your friends, you know how they are, you know there are some people who are more understanding, sympathetic than others, you know there are some people who may have gone through struggles themselves and have shared it with you, so you'd probably be more comfortable, like, going to them, Um, but definitely finding, once again, a support group of people you actually trust is really helpful because as much as you can't self-care your way out of systematic oppression, um, it always does help to talk about it. Um, And I guess for me, like I said, in terms of tips on being resilient, yes, it is about being cautious about what you take in. Very, very cautious. Protect your peace, honestly. There's enough going on in the world. And... I 100% understand this issue that people are having between being informed and but protecting their mental health and protecting their peace because there's always let me tell let me tell you as someone who studied international relations and politics there's always something happening anywhere at a given point which is honestly horrible and it's unrealistic to try and be informed about every single thing that is happening but don't feel guilty if you simply cannot keep up or if you simply don't know what's happening because honestly once you start reading on one thing you'll be like oh and this is connected oh and this happened and then this happened and this is why this happened and it's great to be aware and informed about things but you can honestly be fatigued, especially as somebody from a racialized background where you might be having your own issues that nobody is talking about. Like, for example, in Cameroon, there's been an Anglophone crisis for like the last couple of years where 
the English-speaking Cameroonians have been persecuted. Now, if you're from Cameroon, that's a very, very real threat, you know, but that's not something that's been in the headlines. So maybe there are things happening in Palestine and India which are, like, dominating headlines, but you're still dealing with what is happening in your hometown. So it is completely fair to not want to overburden yourself with what else is happening when you're dealing with the things in your hometown. So that would just be my tip about resilience. Just be careful about how much information you take because we are exposed to so much trauma online. Um, and this goes just beyond social media because even on the news, you will see all of the things that are happening. So moving on from that, I just want us to wrap up this conversation. You know, we've given a lot of advice, a lot of tips. We've also shared about ourselves and how we're doing are there any final thoughts that you have regarding you know mental health especially relating to people from black asian and racialized communities um tanita would you like to kick us off yeah sure i think um i think kind of making sure you as much as possible can carve out time to focus on yourself so if that is like taking time to, yeah, self-reflect through, like, journaling, making sure you're, like, exercising, making sure you're getting outside, like, drinking water, all of that stuff. I feel like, especially when you're doing so much that you're working or, like, doing multiple jobs and you're, like, trying to watch the news and follow everything, it's very easy to let that kind of basic stuff slip, but that stuff is so important to making sure your mental health, making, yeah, to making sure you're resilient. And I think also, yeah, I think it's really important. I read this book recently which was really great um called mutual aid by dean spade and there was a section in it that was about this thing called mad mapping and it was a it was basically about um how to like kind of have like a contingency plan for when your mental health takes the downward turn um and it's kind of like you, it was like a list of um thoughts you should look out for or behaviors you should notice in yourself that kind of signal that you need to do something to make yourself feel better you need to either reach out to this person talk to this person less or um, go on this walk or do this. Um, and it was really fair. And I think having a kind of plan for your mental health is really helpful, especially when you get into a stage when you don't feel like doing anything. It's really good to have something you've already created for yourself. That's like a, yeah, basically a map to how you're going to navigate your mental well-being. I think that's really important. Um, and, yeah, I think it's also really important to connect with community and to make sure you understand that, um, yeah, don't internalise try not to internalize guilt and shame because it's the system it's the system you live in that have created um, a lot of the problems that we face day to day mm, thank you so much um karina would you like to share with us your final thoughts yes sure um i will say um as we were talking about you know this topic mental health um it, it as we look after our, you know, our body, we go to the, the gym and, and, and we eat well, uh, all that stuff, like we, we look after physical body, our physical health. Um, I think it's important to look after our mind. So something that I, uh, I will recommend, or yeah, something because I do, is I try to learn as much as I can about my mind about how the mind work uh, works and 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 how I you know what can I I do for example when I 
uh, have thoughts, negative thoughts, um, what studies has you know done in terms of, of the mind and, and read books um, and listen to podcasts that um, you know give you an understanding of, of the mind so also you can understand you you your own mind. Um, and I think that is so key because everything everything comes from your mind. Everything that you read, that you hear, everything is gathering in your mind. And from there, because we were talking about mind being, um, uh, is, you know, the, the emotional um, and spiritual state um, affects our emotions and how you feel, how we feel, how we act. So I think it's so key to learn about uh, about the mind um and it's what is what i do and i feel that that has helped so much to to understand um about your patterns that i do and how can i identify that and and how can i can what can i do if i have again a negative thought or when i feel like uh, you know the shame or when i feel um that pressure of oh my gosh i'm not achieving i'm not doing as good as someone else is doing and all of that affects your mental health and when you see like oh there's so many inequalities and 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 you see you have to work so hard to achieve things and and other people they just don't do anything and they have the things i mean they work or but they will have privileges and they access to things um it's how can i you know focus on what i have now instead of focusing of what other people is doing you know i think that has helped helped me so much in in terms of understanding my mind and how i work and and how to tackle those thoughts um so i think yeah like a tip or some you know some a recommendation will be like learn you know about your mind and make us uh, to need to you set a plan um and, 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 you know, in terms of you, your mental health, too. Um, and then I will say also that um, don't put a lot of pressure on you if you feel like there's so many things that you would like to, to do, um, you know, uh, in order to help. Um, you know, just do what you can. What is what can you do in in, in this season? Uh, because I found myself myself in 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 those seasons, or um, sometimes when I see the the news, when I see so many things that is happening, and I'm like, I need to do something about that. And and it's an extra pressure that you put on you. Um, and I feel like it's okay if you have a desire in your heart that I want to change this, or I want to become this person so I can bring change in society or in your community and tackle these, you know, in inequalities. Um, but I think, you know, eventually it will come, but um, just take a steps. Um, I don't try to do everything I want because I think I was doing that and then I just saw I just saw the result uh, the results on my mental health um, so I would say that like take that pressure uh, you know of you trying to change things at once but just do it one step and whatever you 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 want to do but remember that 
first you have to look after yourself and then you know go in and try to help um, your community or the area that you want to bring change um, yeah that would yeah. be my last thought yeah thank you so much and thank you so much Karina and I think you touched on a very pertinent point um, unfortunately because we do not have the best I would say quality of life or um, income or wealth there is a pressure there is a pressure to do well to succeed to change maybe the conditions we grew up in um, and constantly having to fight against those systems and those inequalities but at the same time understand that we can't do it all at once and we have to slow down before we burn out and we have to not compare ourselves to our counterparts who may have you know different upbringings different situations different backgrounds and as difficult as that is I feel like one of the things that has very much helped me is not comparing myself to people which is very 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 hard because because of social media it's just insidious it's you don't even realize you're doing it until you maybe write down your goals or you're upset with yourself and you're like why am I not here why am I not there and then you realize that you've set arbitrary goals and you're applying internal pressure like nobody has told me that I need to do this by 30 but just societal pressure I feel like I need to have a business I need to be on Forbes I need to turn over one million and <laughs> not that I'm not gonna do it but like it's okay if you don't do that because the majority of people are not on Forbes. The majority of people are not having businesses that reach 1 million under 30. But that's just my desire to um, do well, change the conditions that I grew up in. But also my desire to help people and to educate people and to inform people as well. So I guess my final thoughts would be to really assess where pressure comes from um, to acknowledge that unfortunately there are always going to be bad things happening in the world but also to find your community where you can share where you can lament where you can vent um, but also implement the processes and structures where you can deal with your mental health when it's not in a great place so we're just going to finish off there thank you so much Tanita and Karina for joining me in this very very necessary conversation especially during May as it's mental health awareness month thank you everyone so much for listening make sure to follow us at Yell Collective both on Twitter and Instagram that is Y-E-L collective and you can listen to us on our previous episodes on spotify and anchor and make sure you look out for the next episode which will be coming out next month so once again thank you so much guys and we hope you have a good thank day you.